Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Wednesday morning to you. How are you doing? Hope it's a good start, good day for you. A little overcast in uh, the, uh, we're actually in the uh, suburbs of Woodbine. Patton Cook, John Burton, Greg Pope, Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Fellows, good morning. Hey, hey, good morning. How, How you, you doing? doing? Doing well. Good. Had, a, had a good night last night. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Went to uh, the courtesy of Killer Bees. Got to go backstage nice. at the Grand Ole Opry. Nice. Uh, there was a lady, Frankie Statton, who had been playing at the, I'm surprised at this, who'd been played at the Opryland Hotel forever, made her uh, Grand Ole Opry debut last night. Wow. And I'm looking up well, there. Well, you kind of made your Grand Ole Opry debut. I did. It's hard to believe. Uh, and and so Bees had me backstage. I'm hanging out with everybody. Chris Jansen, you know him? He buy me a boat. That song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was the headliner. Got to meet him, okay. and oh, I was like, you know, I was like, but uh, that was a big hit a few years oh, ago. Yeah. Buy me a boat. Uh, Joe, Nell- people started buying Yeti coolers. Yeti like, coolers. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, got to meet him, hang out a little bit with him, and then um, uh, Jonelle Mosser, who's played in this city forever, he sung with everybody. She was the backup singer, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so I told my daughter, I said, that's. One of my best friends. I mean, I've known her for for a little, little years. Yeah, long, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and so got to see, hang out with her a little backstage. So yeah, it was a good night. Got to take my daughter, one of her buddies. Guess who my date was? Schmitty. Schmitty. Yeah, Mike. Mike. Yeah. Of course, he's over there complaining about the price of beer. At, right. At, you right. Know. And, you know, and, uh, and so but, talking about the Arizona Diamondbacks bullpen, and you know. but uh no it was a good night and uh also i got some other news okay that that sometimes john you think that i don't like you and i know you have no you've said on the air several times you don't like me well that's okay uh we we, you know we a lot of people have worked together don't like each other that's true uh like the mad dog built an empire yeah built an empire in new york you know and, and his boyfriend uh sharp which one? Which one's that? That's uh, is Shannon. That Shannon? Sharp. Is that Sterling? Sterling? Yeah. Is that Shannon? Yeah, it's Sterling. Sterling. Which one no, is it's it? Shannon. Shannon Sharp. I don't. I gotta get it mixed up. <laughs> By the way, the thirty for thirty on the Baltimore Ravens. I think I said this yesterday. I finished it uh, last night. It's so good. If you're a Titans fan, don't you may watch not. It. Yeah, you may not like it because I had some things to say about the Titans. Anyway, sorry. Well, that's okay. We'll talk about that uh, later. You, you're gonna need. We're gonna be at Kitchen Notes Friday. Yes. Right. Yes. It's our very last picking with the pickers. Yeah. Uh, Vince Gill uh, is not gonna be able to make it there, but he's gonna be on with us. Oh, great. Uh, to start the show. Okay. Uh, and then on, on in person, there at Kitchen Notes, in the Omni Nashville Hotel for the ten o'clock hour, sitting right across from you. It's it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Wendy Moten. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Wow. 
Are you okay? You only gave me two days to prepare for uh, this, are man. Are you okay? <laughs> I don't know, man. I got to... Now, she's bringing her husband. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm such, yeah, she's a beautiful woman, obviously, yeah. but I'm just such in awe of her talent and just how, like, she made the most of her career. And, she, you know, we've and talked about it. And now getting blowing up right, big again right. with and, Vince's support. Right, yeah. the renaissance and being, yeah. uh, what was it, The Voice? Yeah, The Voice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just excited to meet her face to face and hopefully get a picture made with her. You and stay on the other side of no, the table. No, 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 you know. <laughs> It's 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 gonna it's gonna be. I did that, I, you know. I, Thank you, man. Yeah, I, I thought. Now you still don't like me, but I. But at no, least you did apparently this I do. <laughs> apparently I do. Uh, but uh, Wendy Moten is that's coming. That's gonna be great. Uh, the ten o'clock wow, hour that's to be hang so much out fun. with the, her, and I think she's bringing the, her husband David, who is. Well, a, I'm excited to meet him too. Uh, well, he's the guy's a legend. Well, bro. yeah, one of the. When I say this, I, I'm not much into hyperbole, you know that, but he's one yeah. of the top bass players in the world. Mm -hmm. When uh, John McVie got sick, mm -hmm. I've told you this, when mm -hmm. John McVie got sick on their European tour, McVie of Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac, Mac yeah. they called him to yeah. replace him yeah. on the tour. Okay, They, they wouldn't yeah. call just anybody. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. some jabroni. But, wow. uh, well, good job by yeah. you. And uh, so, well, I've been well, working on that for a while. I, I yeah. Well, listen, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, – no, I'm just excited to meet her and her husband and just, you know, rap to him a little bit. And, um, you know, we'll just have some fun. Like no no rapping. What's, no, I mean talk. Okay, no, no rapping. <laughs> well, we may play her. We may, even though we don't have Alan Bell Friday, may play that just so she can hear your, <laughs> hear, hear, you know. Maybe she gets, you can go on tour with I her get, as a backup singer. I need some tips, you know, yeah. to spit bars. So. Uh, but so, yeah. I thought you'd like that. Awesome. Looking yeah, forward to yeah, that. That's awesome, going to be Greg. really cool. Uh, having her there and then Vince who is supporting her so much with yeah. them. Well, that's, and, that's, and, and that's, it's that's really Vinny. Cool. It's what he does. Well, and, and it's really cool uh, to see so many uh, black artists mm -hmm. embracing country music. Yeah. It, and, or not embracing it, just being right. part of it. You know, that's what they grew up on. I'm a big fan yeah. of Jimmy Allen. Yeah. Jimmy Allen's a, a terrific artist. Um, I, can't, I can't remember the, the young lady that won all those awards just yeah. a couple of years ago, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean it's uh, you know, my 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 uh, my views on country music have certainly changed in the in the decade plus now that I've lived here, and so I think it's wonderful. It's great, you know. Music is for everybody. I don't I don't believe in, you know, people getting pigeon pigeonholed. Uh, you can only you know listen to this type of music if you're a certain you know ethnicity or whatever. You can only you know perform this kind of music no music is music is universal music well is, it is for everybody I, I put this on my facebook page somebody asked me the other day mm. who are your two and i'm not making this who are your two favorite musicians mm -hmm. and i go miles davis and john prine <laughs> and they cannot be any more diametrically opposed right. in, in their genres but also groundbreakers within their genres mm -hmm. yeah it's it's what well, you like I, and even even that the hip-hop thing sunday night man i was <laughs> I, I, had the, I had the white boy. boy I had the white oh, boy rock going I on. I would have loved to have seen that. Man. I, I, had the white, I, was, I had the white boy shake going well, on in I the mean, office. I grew yeah. up listening to classic yeah. rock, you know, yeah. '80s pop, uh, you know, hair band metal, you know, rap, hip hop, you know, and then into my 20s yeah. with uh, you know alternative rock and grunge and stuff yeah. like that. It just well, there are two kinds of music. Good and bad. Good and bad. That's right. There's two kinds. Good and bad. Yeah. So, Florida Georgia Line, guess which side you're on? <laughs> yeah, you're not a fan. I'm not. I'm, I don't like 
bro, bro country. country. No, it's yeah. all formula and not no. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. listen, it's all you know. It's the music yeah. business. You're yeah. out to make money. It's pop. It's pop music. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so who the Titans have an offensive coordinator? Mm-hmm. Same as it ever was. You know, that's another song by the Talking yep. Heads. Yep. Same as it yeah, ever you, was. So, you, all right, you're doing, I want, you're doing the arm thing. Right? The, same as it ever yeah. was. Yeah. David uh, Byrne. Talking yep. Heads. David Burns, Talking Heads. Yep. There you go. See there. There's. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Easy there, champ. It's not good. Uh, Patton, I'm okay. You know what? Yesterday I, le- I left out of here saying Matt Nagy, right? Yep. Matt, Matt you were Nagy, very blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm going to tell I you. Thought- I'm not going to say it too much, but I'm going to tell you what happened. Uh, he didn't want the job. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. See, my thing was, you know, they were going to wait till after the Super Bowl, and I really thought Eric Bieniemy was in play. Because they're, you know, this close to the Super Bowl and they hadn't named anybody yet. But so. he said he has done no OCs and one head coach, right, on BN. Right. Yesterday came out and said no offensive coordinator interviews. Hasn't, hasn't taken any, obviously. He's probably yeah. been offered. And, and the Colts job is the only job he's interviewed so far. Okay. And they still haven't named a head coach. Days, not hours, per Jim say yesterday on Twitter. So who still needs a head coach? The Cardinals still? Have they named a head coach? They haven't yet, right? And not the Colts. Yet. Right. Cardinals and Colts. Yeah. But, so. So, Tim, Tim Kelly. Yeah. What, what are you we, thinking, guys? Uh, listen, I'm sure down the dial they're saying, it's, this is a great hire, and it's great. This The simple fact of the matter is we don't know yet, right, guys? We don't know what we don't know, you know, because Tim Kelly was, was under bubble wrap when he was, you know, over the last season. Just like Jim Schwartz, he was not made available to the media, we would ask Vrabel what his role was. He would not go into specifics on what his role was. So we don't know. And on the one hand, is it this probably increases the likelihood that Tannehill will be back at quarterback next year. Um, so there's a lot of familiarity. Um, Tim Kelly can add his own wrinkle to the offense. But I don't know, man. You know, you look at how this offense was last year, and we'll see what kind of what they can do in the offseason in terms of getting more weapons. I kind of – in your camp, Pogi, it's kind of same as it ever was. Patton, what say you, bro? A little disappointed, uh, to be honest. I, I know it's probably not totally fair on Tim Kelly, right. but just the whole notion of what the offense was and the injuries were there, sure. But, I mean, even when they were all healthy, and I know Tim Kelly wasn't totally in charge, but to bring someone who was already in that offense and hire them outright as the offensive coordinator, as a fan, it's just not a great look. You wanted something different. You wanted something – you wanted a, a fresh paint of coat, if right. you will, right? Fresh coat of paint. Yeah, I know, but then <laughs> I uh, there's, there's a podcast I, I listen well, to. Well, uh, uh, yeah. I was going yeah. – I, I, I meant to say okay, that, good. Greg. Okay. Well, I know, but I'm <laughs> pro- I'm, I was processing okay. it. Uh, so, <laughs> right. over here, I'm slow this I'm just morning. glad you were just actually listening yeah, to what yeah, I had well, to say. That's every, every once in a while I do. <laughs> All right, what do you got over there from Vrabel? Yeah, got a – over 29 minutes that was the interview. No, just this. We don't have that much but time. But just the clips uh, <laughs> today. Uh, Mike Vrabel first. Why Tim Kelly is the offensive coordinator? Yeah, I think it's the, the right the right fit uh, for us at this time. It's it's the it's the perfect fit. Um, met with some really really good candidates. Um, one that that we were able to bring on here in our staff. Um, to, to help assist and, and support Tim and our offense and, and coach our quarterbacks and our passing game coordinator. But, you know, I think what, what Tim ultimately was able to do was be able to provide um, 
some familiarity and, and some carryover uh, to, to what we were doing, because I don't think everything's broken. I don't, I don't believe that. Uh, but then also be able to, you know, add some, some things that, um, you know, can really help us and take advantage of, of some opportunities. Um, I've seen him, you know, call games uh, in this league uh, against us. Uh, felt like he has a great feel for, for the game. You know, going back to even last year, um, playing with a rookie quarterback and not having much success against us at, at their place, being able to, to shift gears and, and get into empty almost exclusively and, you know, give them a chance to, to get back in that football game. And, um, you know, we were able to win. But, you know, I think his, his feel, um, his energy, his leadership, you know, all things that, that came out uh, throughout this process of multiple meetings with him and, and other candidates. Word salad. Yeah, you know, I don't just in general, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, who knows? I mean, they, yeah, they elevated right. Arthur Arthur Smith. Mm-hmm. That worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd Downing didn't. Mm-hmm. You know. No, you're to that vein. Yeah, we don't know what we don't know, right? Yeah. And we'll have to see. But, but it, uh, it but is I, the good old I, boy I, network yes, for Vrabel. 100%. It really is. I, and, and Gentry wrote about that in his in his, in his uh, column today. I guess. Uh, you know, I see your side of it, Greg, where it's like, well, you know, we'll see what happens. And I can see Patton's side of it coming from the fans like, really? Really? You're just going to bring a guy in that was already here and his offense was crap the second half of the year? I mean, granted, there were injuries, but the offense was crap. And, and Let's be honest. Right. And he said it yesterday is the reason we hire within so many times. His his point of view was we hire a lot of good people at, at the start, and that's why we elevate I'm not buying that necessarily. <laughs> I, I think there's a lot to it that he trusts who he trusts, and he's mm-hmm. just afraid to trust people outside of who he knows. Yeah, because he knows if he gets this wrong, he's probably going to be out on his ass. Yeah. Yep. So uh, what else you got over there? Uh, a couple more here uh, in this segment. Tim Kelly, outside versus inside, like I was talking about, kind of why he chose to go uh, inside uh, for the for the hire. Well, I, you know, I have – you know, I'm confident that there will be new ideas, new, um, you know, concepts. You know, again, there's there's a lot of things that you can can invest your time with, and um, you know, we're we're fairly certain that you know where we've invested a lot of our time is, you know, been in one particular system. I I know that that'll that'll change in the spring. I think this will be a great time to, you know figure out, you know, how much you want to invest in, in some of these other schemes and these ideas, you know, you have to, every offense and every defense, everybody has to have an identity, um, which is critical, you know, things that you're going to be able to do and then have, have plays off of it. So, you know, in my interactions and in my meetings with, with Tim, I'm very comfortable that there'll be, you know, continue to do the things that we do well, the things that we uh, feel like we do well, that we want to continue and enhance. And then, you know, bringing new ideas that that he has, that 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 Arthur, or excuse me, that Charles has, or even um, other other guys on our staff. Who? Arthur. Arthur. Uh, he's long gone there, Mike. No, your offense was really good when he was calling plays. Um, yeah, I get again. Yeah, I more mean, more word salad, but 
Does this increase, you think, the likelihood that Tannehill stays on? Oh, I think so. I, I think either way, I think that's what the route they're going to go now. The, the question is, are they going to uh, are they going to roll the dice? Are they going to wait for next year's draft? Or I, I think I think there's a very distinct possibility that they pop up to that number one and and, and really go for it. There was a report out of Chicago mm. that they were sniffing around. Yeah, the, you know, the, the yeah. And, and I well, think what would it take to move up to one? You're going to have to give up – well, obviously, you're going to trade your, your 11, uh, and I'd think of probably another first round next year and some second rounders and maybe – I don't know. About what it would about uh, what it costs the Rams whenever yeah. they traded up for the Titans. It's right around that same spot uh, yeah. whenever they traded away to get Jack So Conklin. that was two, so if they that move was two up, first. So if they it? move up to one, Just who are they one. taking, Bryce well, Young? I like either two. Bright, Young Bryce Young or Stroud. I, I like both of I them. like Stroud. I, I just think he looks I want to like Stroud, mm. but, you know, like I said, name me the last great NFL quarterback to come out of Ohio State. Well, I'll wait. Uh, Justin and Fields th- is probably the best one. Justin right? Right. Fields, well, that's who we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the book's still open on him, though, fair. Yeah. Um, but And I think Young's too small. I'm not I, – I think Young's too small, too. Uh so, but I want to get him on a tape measure at the combine, and then I'll I'll have my fine because like right now on a, at Alabama's website they got him six foot six one. I mean you can win doing that. I'm not sure he's that tall though. No, if he's six, if they're listing him at six foot six one, yeah. guess what? He's five ten and a half. Well, they they down there they can put him on the rack, right? And stretch him <laughs> yeah. and, and, and stretch him three inches. Yeah, you see Nick just yeah. uh, cranking the cranking thing. the rack and stretching him. <laughs> Young's like, ah, uh, shut up, uh, you, shut wait, up. You're six one. Yeah. In a minute, you're gonna be six one. But just even, relax. but not so much from a height. I think yeah. he's 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 what is he like 195? He's yeah, barely 200 pounds. I'm. But he's a player. He's a player. All right, let's do you know who else is a player? Here's what we got going on this morning. Remember yesterday during the break, uh, during the break, during the show, uh, the um, Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference named their new commissioner, Travis Telatasi. Mm-hmm. He's going to join us at 10 oh, o'clock. Wonderful. Yeah, he's, it's a cool thing. He, there's only 32 of them in the country. Yeah. And, and so he's going <laughs> to join us. Uh, happy for him. Just a great hire uh, for that. And that league is right, you know. I mean, you're talking about metropolitan. Mm-hmm. They're the, they're Big East light, really. They really are. They're yeah. Big East light. Like I said, I used to cover yeah, them back in yeah. the B- Buffalo days with Canisius and Niagara. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll do that. And coming up, a coach's view presented by Richard Courtney with Coach Watson Brown. Grizz Nation. Make some big Memphis noise and don't miss your Grizzlies this Friday at 7 as they battle the Minnesota Timberwolves for their annual HBCU night celebrating Black History Month presented by Pinnacle Financial Partners. Arrive early as the first 5,000 fans will receive a Grizzlies scarf. Get hyped. Get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets by calling 901-888-HOO or shop online at grizzlies.com. From Middle Tennessee's home for the Memphis Grizzlies, Nashville Sports Radio. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin B. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the 6th 
6th Annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the 6th Annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new law that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-785-9132. Golfers, tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee the Jim Rome show I get a lot of vacation I understand that however I don't take a lot of sick days that these things are not one and the same that was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday I think I'll give myself a day off I earned it and by the way I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. The show played on a loop at Guantanamo Bay. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Gonna hook up with uh, Coach Watson Brown at Coach's View, presented by Richard Courtney Real Estate. Here in a few. Last night, uh, the Preds got up one to nothing. Yeah. Huh. Ah. And then. And then uh, all hell broke loose. Yeah. Five unanswered. Uh, so they lose five to one coming out of the uh, the break to the Golden Knights, a team that had lost what five in a row going into it. They were winless, I think, in their last six. Yeah. So. And uh, so they. Uh, they come back, and, and uh, what we call it up in Kentucky, they pooped the bed. Uh, so, uh. Yeah, they did, man. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's unfortunate because this is a team that, uh, you know, needs to start stockpiling wins. They're in a chase pack with a lot of other teams trying to get, you know, maybe uh, the second wild card or the last playoff spot. And, you know, they talked on Sunday about how we're refreshed, we're ready to go. This, You know, it's the unofficial second half, and we got to get going here and blah, blah, blah. And then. You know, you get off to that hot start, and then you kind of, like you said, you kind of, you know, poop the bed the rest of the way. So um, they got a couple days to get ready for Philly. Uh, Saturday morning, that's an 11.30 uh, face-off up in Philly. So 
Um, obviously, they got some work to do, and that work just got a little bit harder um, with a regulation loss. Um, I heard yesterday. Duchesne got the only goal. Yeah, Duchesne from Yossi, yeah. Yep. Um, Great play, by the way. And it was one to nothing, you yeah. know. And Crowd's but, rocking. Everybody's ready to go. Yeah. The I heard yesterday they have 34 games left going into yesterday. Right. That to get probably where they need to be, they need to go 20 and 14. Uh, and that they're only what now, like a couple games over 500 anyway. The stand, yeah. you know, yeah. So that's how they're going to need to win 20 of these next 33. Yeah, games. they're going to have to get yeah. like, real hot here. Yeah, you know, and you know, now last night made their job that much more difficult, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> so and and uh, so your boy LeBron, all-time leading scorer. Congratulations! Whoa, 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 whoa! Your boy LeBron. It's okay, the, your boy LeBron. Is respect, he yes or no? Respect. Yes, he is. Thank you. Res- respect the king. Okay. okay I, want, I, do. I want. I want He's a more. Boy? I want a more enthusiastic intro to this next topic that we're going to. So speak how many? At. How many points did he need? He needed thirty-six. Thir- last thirty-six. Night. And how many did he get? Thirty-eight. Of course he did. <laughs> yeah, folks. During the break, Pogue was trying to poke the bear. Saying that it was rigged. That's rigged. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it, rigged. It's yeah. rigged. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. and oh yeah, I um, mean, get it, get him those. They, they you know, what do you think they're going to have him come back and only needing three the next game? No, did no. it all before the fourth quarter. Oh, even started? Was, yeah. yeah. I mean, of course, it was an N- NBA edict. Let's get this over <laughs> with. And and uh, you, know, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm going to jaw you right now. <laughs> It's actually pretty funny. He said after the game, he's like, I kind of had to or else I would have had to buy my uh, sons another hotel room for the night. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hit it on a fadeaway, too. Uh, it was a uh, great, of course he did. great, yeah, great shot. Great shot. Um, yeah, so now LeBron is the all-time leading scorer, and I've said this before, and you think about it, this guy is a pass-first guy. He's a facilitator. He's not really a scorer. He's never been known as a great shooter in his career, more of a – you know, more of a guy that can just create. So, you know, I couldn't be happier. And, you know, somebody was saying this. I was listening to this driving in. And, you know, I know a lot of people, are, you know, are probably upset or dismissive about LeBron because he's not on Jordan's level, whatever. And somebody said this, and it's so true. Why can't we just appreciate the fact that they were both great, but they both did what they did in different ways? You know what I mean? And like I said, LeBron's more Magic Johnson than he is Michael Jordan. And just the fact that – People say, oh, he didn't have that killer instinct. Jordan was a killer and this and that. And Jordan didn't win crap for the first eight years of his career until he got Scottie Pippen, you know, Phil Jackson as, as his coach with the triangle and, and you know, got a team around him. And same with LeBron. So, you know, I know the debate will rage. You're never going to convince a Michael Jordan fan that LeBron is even in his atmosphere. You're never going to convince a LeBron fan – that, well, they're know, both in each better. other's atmosphere. That yeah, they, even yeah. even a fan of the other should acknowledge right. the and other. My, I, mean, I guess my point it's is a healthy. I think it's a healthy discussion. Sure, it is because it's sort of between those two, right? Right. And and so my contention has always been: if you don't like Lebr- LeBron, that's one thing. But if you don't respect him, something's wrong with you. you I know just what don't I mean? like LeBron fans. Well, you know, you've, no, it's no, a, I like LeBron. You know, I do like you know. You've turned me. You've made me not like him. Oh, I came in why, to do I'm yeah. such a shill for him. Yes, oh, you know. I mean, you know, he, he poops gold bullets. Nah, I don't I know. Just, you know I mean, but I mean, if 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 you're if you're really an objective basketball observer, if you can't sit here and say, and this is my opinion, and you know, and I agree, and I agree with if, it. If you if you if you're not telling yourself or saying 
he's no worse than the second greatest player of all time, then, I mean, what are we doing here? Well, who's who's the next one then? Larry Bird, maybe? Kareem. Kareem, Larry Bird. Yeah, Magic. Yeah, Jalen Rose, I, I was watching. No, not Jalen Rose. <laughs> I, was, I was watching the subtitles. <laughs> that joker put Tim Duncan. Uh, he had him in the same mention as LeBron. I, I'm not buying any of that. It's one or two. You know what, though? Tim point. Duncan, very underappreciated for what he Great did. Great play. Yeah. Good, top I mean, 15. Probably top 10. I'd, I'd almost go top 10 with him. But, um, you know, you, you go back, you know, of all time or the modern era, I mean, let's, you know, Jerry West. And, right. Elgin and, Baylor. And Elgin Baylor. Oscar Robertson. The Big O. Will. Av- averaged a career triple-double. Bill Russell. Yeah, Will. Bill Russell. Russ, yeah. I don't know that. And you mentioned Bird. Like how Bird, do you compare those eras? That's kind of something. I'm, I'm nowhere near any of well, that. No. Right. And then we had well, this discussion. We were up watching 80s basketball. Well, we have, it's a lot different, you know. Yeah. Well, it's – and we have this discussion in every sport. There's no way – some, you know, uh, the Doug, who calls – we were texting back and forth because he – Jim Brown, I heard him on with um, Darren and, and Justin. They were talking about it. And he did – or maybe he was on with us. He didn't play long enough. Uh, who cares? Jim Brown? Yeah. Well, he he retired early, obviously. Yeah, and, yeah he's and, twenty nine years old. And when he, when he retired, he's the all time leading rusher in right. NFL and his history. record stood till he retired. What in the late sixties? His record mm-hmm. stu- stood until uh, yeah. eighty four, when Walter broke it, and then eventually Emmett broke it. But yeah, I mean that's the thing, man. I mean Kareem's scoring record stood for what forty years yeah. almost. Yeah, and and he did it in a like I said yesterday with Michael and LeBron. Both in magic as well. Both a lot of the greats we were talking about. They're people who handle the ball. Kareem has to get the ball fed to him mm-hmm. to, to score on most times, or unless it's an offensive rebound. And he had one of the more you know we talked about it yesterday. One of the most uh, iconic shots right. in the history of unblockable. Uh, yeah, of sports. I mean, not only just basketball. When you say sky hook, mm-hmm. you only think of one person, right? Right. So. Yeah. Right. Anyway, it's uh, that's the debate. No, I, I I mess with you, LeBron, Michael, either either or. It really is to me. I think I put Michael a little ahead because I think he had that's fair. More, I think how many more rings does he have? Two more than LeBron has four. Mike Michael had six. That's right. So two, and he was two six more. and zero in the finals. He right. Never lost in the but, finals. But but also where when LeBron came along, the league was in pretty good shape. Yeah. When Michael came along, it was that next step post bird magic. Well, I'll say uh, yeah. I'll so. say this, you know, the, the league was in good shape, but it was kind of in a weird place. Mm-hmm. It was still the post Jordan era. He might have been with the Wizards, but you know, we don't even count that. That those those tapes have been burned. Okay. <laughs> when he lost to the Magic where in 45 when he came back and and his time with the Wizards, those tapes have been burned. We don't even reference that anymore it wasn't a weird place because you had guys like Iverson and Starbury and you know and it was all about it was in a weird place you know the post Jordan the 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 true post Jordan era Shaq was bouncing around yeah Shaq was bouncing around Kobe was starting to become Kobe but we you know where do we put Kobe in all this uh top 15 oh I'm closer to top five. Well, I got a lot of marks against him because, you know, he won his first three rings with Shaq, and he won his but, last two. But, hang on, hang on, I hang know, on. But everybody hang, won hang, something hang, with hang, somebody, hang right? On, hang on. He won his first three with Shaq. He won his last two with another Hall of Fame big man in Paul Gasol, and he won all five with MJ's coach. 
you know, when 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 Phil Jackson left the Lakers for that period of time there, they were and Shaq was gone. They weren't winning anything. And there was a lot of talk that, you know, Kobe was kind of, you know, tearing that team apart. He threatened to leave in free agency, go to the Clippers, whatever. But, you know, Phil came back because Jeannie influenced him to come back. They were dating at the time. <laughs> and he won two more championships. And, you know, I give him credit. He was a terrific scorer, pretty, you know, pretty good defender. But every great, every great Batman had their Robin. LeBron, he had his, he's had his Robins. Uh, Bird has his had his Robins. Magic had his Robins. Every great player had Jordan had Pippen. I mean, every great player had I, their Robins. I, I got a hard time uh, categorizing Shaquille O'Neal as a Robin. Well, you know what I'm saying. So you know, but everybody had the support when he went to when LeBron went to Miami. Who did he win it with? I mean, would he have won it with a, him and a bunch of schmucks? No. You know, you can't win an NBA title by yourself. No, but what you know. I, yeah, I understand that. But you know, that don't tell Kobe Bryant that. You know, he's the guy that ran Shaq out of town and said, "This is my team. Get out of here." Well, that's because so, Shaq was eating his way through the league. He was too. still dominating. He's lazy. Yeah, he was still dominating. But he did. He, he was still getting twenty-five yeah, and twelve exactly, a night. Exactly. And uh, but we we all know what Shaq was about then. I mean, he wasn't. Yeah, you know, he didn't. He didn't work, and that's you know. And so it was. It became Kobe's team because he worked. Well, you can't say Shaq didn't work. I mean, he didn't guy, work. He ate. Well, <laughs> his numbers were still pretty good. Well, yeah, it's because anybody that big would be. So, um, all right, let's take a break. Um, let's um, we'll we'll take a break. We'll do a coach's view with Watson Brown coming up. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, sparkling wine, single barrel bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine and More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Online at CordellCordell.com. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. 
Wine here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More, scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. <sighs> Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your Big Game Headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Coming off his second straight SEC win, this one at the bank. Clark Lee, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, this is my favorite time of the week to be with you guys, so I'm happy to be here. If you think that's not going to be on a promo, Clark, you are sadly mistaken, <laughs> Clark, sir. you just made the haters so furious, so thank you very much. <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Let's go! Oh, I like it! It's up to you now! It's up to you! I like it! And now, it's time for a Coach's View with Watson Brown. Brought to you by Richard Courtney Realty. From the Plateau, Coach Watson Brown. Good morning, Watson. Hey, Coach. Good morning, guys. Sorry I'm a little late. That's something I had to take care of, but that's on me. Well, oh, I, good. things happen. I, I texted, Life happens, Coach. Uh, did you see my text? I said no. I have not. I said I, 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 I said I, I got the call. Yeah, and I was I was on the phone. Yeah, that's cool. I texted you. Call us at the turn. <laughs> it's raining up here, Pokey. Oh, okay. I can't be at the turn, but All I'm right, man. It's it's warm enough, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, so it's warm enough though. Yeah. We can't fuss. We cannot fuss. I want to ask you something. All right, so uh, Titans stay in house. Offensive coordinator Tim Kelly, and and people are asking, yep. you know, people about systems and this and that and blah blah blah. Really, in the NFL, I'd say there's more variance in college game than the NFL game in offensive systems. But how much is different that you can do? By system, doesn't that mean you've got a a really good quarterback? You bring up a great point to me, Pogey. And I said this the other day. This is the first Super Bowl that has two college offenses going against each other. It's the first time this has ever happened. The NFL is headed more toward the college game. And uh, people say, well, why? Is it better? No. Systems are systems. It's players. What's happening is look at these two quarterbacks Hmm. and the style they were in college. The guys coming out of college now are more athletic. They use their feet a lot more. Uh, and and spread you out and uh, use the running game with the quarterback, which you never heard of mm. before in the NFL. Um, it, it's that 12th player, as we call it, as offensive coaches. Uh, 
and that's exactly what the Eagles are doing. They're running the Raven style stuff, and they they have an unbelievably strong guy doing it. It fits his stuff, fits his abilities. Then you look on the other side, and it's a spread college offense, pass first, run second, and they get you in space, and and he beats you as much with his legs as he does his arm, and by scrambles, by weird throws as he's moving in the pocket, but it's two college-style offenses, and I think this will be the norm as we go forward. What you got to do as an offensive guy, I've always felt, guys, you've got to do first what your quarterback can do. Mm -hmm. If you make him secondary, you better do what he can do best, build your offense around that. And now's game where the quarterback is so much more important um, it's just the way it is. So that's the quarterbacks that are coming out. Look at the ones that are coming out this year. Uh, Bryce Young's, uh, uh, Hendon Hooker's. Look at the style they are. And and uh, the kid at Florida, uh, it's, it's just the way it is. And these pro offenses are having to go in that direction. That's why I think they're having to do it. Coach, you look at the Chiefs. Obviously, you know, Andy Reid said as much uh, this week that, you know, Mahomes still won't be 100% when they take the field, you know, Sunday. Uh, he's got some receivers banged up as well, so we don't know how effective they'll be. Given all that information, what do you think the Chiefs' path to success offensively uh, will be on Sunday? Well, first, I think it starts with their defense. You've got to stop the eagle running game and the quarterback runs. Uh, Philadelphia will not hold back. If you watch the, the championship game the other day, they didn't run Hurts much, but they got the quick lead, and, and the quarterback went out for the 49ers. But when they wanted to put the game away in the third quarter mm-hmm. and get the 28th point and just put it away, what did they do? I think I think Jalen carried it like four or five times in a row. Yep. In a row. And they went down, scored, put the game away, and that was it. You will see him carry the ball in this game a lot more. He's another week healthier, and they're not going to hold back. So they've got to stop the eagle running game. If they do that, I think they can win the game. Uh, but they've got to stop the eagle. I mean, you don't stop it. You just get it under control to where they have to throw more drop-back passes. You saw the stat where they said right in the, it, it was surprised everybody. It didn't me. They said Jalen Hurts is number one in the NFL this year in pocket passing. Well, what passes is he throwing? It's not drawback. It's play action. It's RPOs. It's that, that. That's they're saying when he's in the pocket. What is his percentages and completions and interception rate and all of that? Well, they do everything off the run, like the Titans like to do different style of runs but they do things off of the run like the titans like to do and when they can run that ball and throw that ball in that pocket off of those runs and keep within those chains they're hard to beat and the games they lost he didn't play Jalen didn't play in and and john on the other side i think the 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 chiefs have got to keep the ball you've got and, and that's been their style more this year they hadn't hit you with the big plays as much as ball control Right. Uh, with a lot different, of different offense without Tyreek Hill, right, Coach? It's, it's a total different offense, and I don't think that's been talked about enough. They're not doing near the stuff they did with Tyreek, and they're getting it around to everybody, a lot more shorter throws. I remember when we beat them, the Titans beat them one year, and uh, a couple of years ago when we were really good, um, 
and Mahomes tried to downfield down, and he couldn't get it down there because we were playing back off coverages and making him throw it underneath, and he wouldn't do it. And now he's throwing it a ton on these five, seven, 12-yard routes, and that's their style. So they've got to be able to control the ball with that. And it's going to be, I'm not sure it won't be the best Super Bowl we've had in a long time. May go back to the Rams and the Titans that year. Might be the best one. But it never lives up to it, does it? You know? <laughs> it's, uh, it no, it doesn't. No, we I, like to build it up. I, I, I just yeah. hope this one does. Yeah. All right. I really hope it does. I want to see both quarterbacks play fantastic and see who wins the game. Uh, Coaches, are you watching Brown, presented by Richard Courtney Real Estate? Uh, how do you defend a Mahomes and his off-schedule plays? Is it just a spy? Oh. Is it whatever? How do you defend somebody who, who goes off schedule? Well, there's two things, you can, two things you can try, and I've seen teams try both. Um, you can rush three with a spy, which means rush four, and that guy rushes. When Patrick makes a move in one direction, that guy then rushes. It's not a spy just to sit there and look for delays and screens. He's watching Mahomes and the way they teach it. Rush your lanes, you three guys, or even call twist or whatever. And the minute that Patrick makes a move, then the spy comes. He comes and goes at Patrick. The other way is rush the four guys and stay in your lanes and press the pocket. I've seen both work a little, but nothing ever seems to stop him. I would think this time they could rush the four without the spy because he's not going to be able to run around like he normally does. He, he can move around in the pocket, but he can't do those wild scrambles and get outside and do much of that uh, as much as he, he could. You may see both of those things used against him, in, in my opinion. If I was trying to play him, that's what I would do. I would use both of those. You try to blitz that guy, it's a waste of time. <laughs> he is so quick with the release. He knows things well. You don't get to He'll get rid of the. That's when he gets rid of the ball. You blitz him, he'll get rid of it. It don't stay in his hands when that fifth or sixth guy starts coming. And uh, But when it's four, he'll, he has a tendency to want to hold it longer, or three for sure, because he loves to get that ball down the field. Watson, have you seen the uh, – uh, our buddy Mike Oregon is doing a decade-by-decade – uh, all high school teams. Have you seen the picture of you and your brother Mac that they pulled out <laughs> for that? Part? I don't know. I, I, I know look, about look. what he's doing, and uh, wow. but I did. I have not seen. Uh, I don't know which picture they had. It. If you just, I tell you what, I, I Google, Google. You say, what what? You had some. You had some. <laughs> some. Uh, you had some serious sideburns in high school, Watson. What the <laughs> heck? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Yes, I did. I was I, my idol was. I told you my two idols, Joe Namath and Mickey Mantle. So I mean, uh, I got to copy Joe. I look like Joe. Yeah, and you Except wore. I didn't play like Joe. Well, and you wore like and you wore the number twelve too, right? I wore fourteen in high school. Wore twelve in college. Okay, yeah. I'm, well, maybe this is a. Well, I'm, it's a photo of of you, and he's got a twelve. Maybe that was done. If at, it's at a Vanderbilt. twelve, that was a college picture. Okay. If it's twelve, it was All a college. Right. Picture. Well, it, you still had the mud chops working in college. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, wait, okay. I'd love to burn every one of those dang pictures, but they seem to keep popping up. You need to. Um, 
You need to go just go, – it's, it, it's it's there. It's a great photo. By the way uh, – I appreciate you yeah. telling me that, but I don't need to see those pictures again. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, they're, they're slightly embarrassing to me in nah, the day. Oh, <laughs> man, I, I couldn't grow that kind of sideburns now or any time in my life, so good for you. <laughs> hey, uh, Mac, uh, with the uh, one-year contract extension through 2028 now, he's going to coach forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what I, 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 when he calls me on every one of the jobs. I, there's personal stories that I'll never forget when he was leaving North Carolina to go to Texas. And the day of it, he called me emotional. Am I doing the right? I, I won't get into it because it's personal. But it's amazing th- through both of us, through different things that have happened. And the things I guess we both have been so lucky on, Pogie, is we've had each other – in the coaching profession, it's doggy dog, man. And you got friends, but you just can't talk about certain things to other coaches. Mac and I could do that. We could, we'd have kids get in trouble. Oh God, what do, what do you think I ought to do with this? Or and and are leaving the job to take another one. What do you think? What it, how do I handle this? Um, we've always had that. We've been very lucky, um, but. I'm I'm proud of Mac, and when he t- called about North Carolina and getting back in, he said, "Am I an idiot?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and I said, "You got to do what you want to do. Smell the roses at the end of your time, buddy, and just do what you want to do. If you still want to do it, do it. And if you don't, don't. You got nothing to prove. You well, had a great career. Yeah. He's and the I, only. I'm, he's I'm the proud. only college. I think coach. he's still there because he wants to be there. I don't think he's trying to prove anything or do anything special. I just think he still enjoys what he does. The only active college coach who's a member of the College Football Hall of Fame. How about that? The only active yeah. one. Uh, well, that's there. like he says to me. He said that proves one thing. I'm also the oldest college coach <laughs> in the business right now. Oh, oh uh, and, and there's. He said, and, I've got Nick yeah. beat by. I think he's. I think he's a year older than Nick. He's a he's a year younger than me. So he'll be I'm seventy be seventy three here in a month and two month and a half and he's be seventy two in August. Yeah, I think Nick's seventy one. So, and I think Nick is seventy one. Yeah, yep. yeah. I think Nick is seventy one. Uh, and and it doesn't hurt so that he salary. Is the oldest guy. That salary of five million per year doesn't well, hurt. Well, uh, yeah, I don't think it's bothering him to bring in the cash. No, I don't. I don't yeah. think it is you at know, all. He, <laughs> every time he wants to fuss at me, I, every time he'll call and fuss about something, and why this? Why am I still doing this? Or that's going on, and that's going on, and I say, Have you looked at your paycheck lately? <laughs> Take any look at that. So I don't want to listen to it. Yeah. I don't want to listen to you fuss about nothing. So just don't go there with me. So we have fun with each other. I mean, we really do. Watson Brown, the Coach's View, presented by Richard Courtney. Um, Tim Kelly got all of, I don't know if you have any opinion on that, but it, it, Vrabel, he's, yeah. he, he has hired people he knows. You could call it the good old boy network or whatever you want to call it, but, he, you know, the people he has now elevated, Tim Kelly, the offensive coordinator, you know, how is important is it sometime to go outside or just to get what you know with somebody from the inside? I look at it different in this one, Pokey. I think I think what he's doing is he wants to keep his system. He didn't think the system is what got him in trouble last year. And the system was really good the year before. It was good until they got to the playoffs. I mean, they're the number one seed 
got every game at home in the playoffs. This don't happen very often for your franchise. So they were really good, and I think he wants to stay with the system. And he's got a guy that knows the system. Um, I don't think it's the same system they ran at the Texans. Um, I think he brought Kelly in. He taught him. Kelly learned the system. He'll bring more things, I hope, to the passing game to go with the system. But I think what he did is he wanted to stay with what he was doing. It's not just a, a friend or somebody he knows. He, he's got somebody that knows it. And he didn't want to change it. And now I think the big deal is, okay, let's go get players that fit this system. You, you run what they do, you better have a really good offensive line. And you better have a go-to or two wide receivers because they're going to get singled up. They're going to get opportunities to make big plays. You don't see the complicated coverages. It's a little bit of what the Eagles do in a total different way, in a total different way, but the same outcome. Run, run, run. Plaction pass, RPOs off of it, simple coverages, throw it to one guy or check it down. And that's what I think he wants to do. Now go fix that offensive line and go find you a bona fide receiver and hope Burks comes through. Of course, every, uh, every the day. The defense is yeah. good. Go ahead, Watson. Yeah, the defense is good. Fix the offense. Yep. Fix yep. it. Yep. And uh, and they, they could be right back there again. Their they're, they're competition in their, lead, in their division is still not tough. Jaguars are better, but beatable. And the other two are fighting for their lives in the Colts and the Texans. So he can get himself back there pretty quick. I don't think this is an overhaul deal at all. It is an overhaul deal on offense, though. I mean, that, that offensive line, nearly probably at least three and maybe four that they've got to fix. You know, Watson, uh, you can use this. Of course, you're on every day with George Plaster. Uh, George, tell George I said hello. You can use this on the show sometime. I will. Uh, that um, uh, a jockey never won the Kentucky Derby on a mule. Uh, you got a good point. Yeah. I don't think I've even seen a mule in the Derby. Yeah, I, so you're not going to – now, jockey's not going to win one riding a well, mule, Okay. I my my favorite has always been you can't soar with the Eagles if you're working with turkeys. So, I mean, you, you, know, you want to soar with the Eagles, you want to soar with the Eagles. You better have Eagles to soar with them. Well, and, we uh, yeah we it appreciate is all about yeah. players. Well, we appreciate you soaring with us turkeys once That's a week. Right. Yeah, gobble Watson. gobble. Yeah, hey, yeah. I, I'm, you brought a turkey in trying to become an eagle. That's all I'm uh, trying to do. The so golden along with you yeah. guys to try to up my status a little bit. The golden eagles. The golden I'm becoming, eagles. I'm becoming yeah. an eagle. All right, you're already an eagle. Up <laughs> no, there. golden eagle's not not an eagle now. You got right. that two different eagles. Okay. <laughs> I've been a golden eagle. I hadn't yeah. made it to that eagle status. Oh, okay. Well, keep on soaring there, Watson. That's right. But, but uh, you guys are helping me get there. Oh, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Thanks, mm -hmm. Coach. Yeah, thank you, Watson. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, by the way, who wins the Super Bowl? Okay, guys. Eagles? Who wins? Eagles. Eagles I win? Think the Eagles are going to win in a great game, and both quarterbacks are going to play lights out. All right, we'll talk about it next Wednesday. Thank you, Watson. All right, guys. See you. Coaches, you? Watson Brown, Richard Courtney Real Estate. <laughs> Brother Mac, that's that's a what a great story. He, you know, of course, won the national championship at Texas. Mm -hmm. uh, second go around in North Carolina, a basketball school. We know that they've been to four straight bowl games in North Carolina. Yep. Yeah, he's yeah but, got uh, one of the best quarterbacks coming back. Next oh, year uh, in North uh, May. Huh? 
Yeah. May or may not. I don't know. See, what, Pat, you're going to learn. Don't throw something out well, there unless you know. You, you, I said great quarterback. You try to expound on, on the name. I, we could have just left it at great quarterback. Who is? Don't know. Find up coming up. <laughs> uh, actually, it's going to be uh, the new commissioner of the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference. The MAAC. The MAAC. Yes, uh, Travis Teletossi. Preston making the case for another term. President Biden delivering his second State of the Union address, touting the administration's accomplishments and what he hopes to nail down in the next two years. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. ABC News senior congressional correspondent Rachel Scott. Tense moments in the chamber when the president insisted that Republicans wanted to cut Medicare and Social Security. Republicans wasted no time jumping to their feet. Several shouted no. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene got up. She was among several Republicans who shouted liar. And then the president using it as an opportunity to put Republicans on the record. Now this morning, Vice President Kamala Harris telling ABC News she hopes Democrats and Republicans can work together over the next two years. I think that there's a bit of what happened happens in that room, sadly, that it, it's about theatrics. But when you talk about the substantive work, I think we've seen some success in terms of bipartisan work. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the governor of Arkansas, delivering the GOP response to the president's speech. A new generation of Republican leaders are stepping up, not to be caretakers of the status quo, but to be change makers for the American people. In Turkey and Syria, the earthquake death toll now tops 11,000, making it the most deadly quake in more than a decade. Turkish President Erdogan declaring a nationwide state of emergency. LeBron James making history, becoming the all-time leading scorer in NBA history, saying after scoring his 38,382nd point before home crowd in Los Angeles. I knew when I got drafted as an 18-year-old kid that um, I could play the game of basketball and play it at a high level, even against grown men. Um, one thing I didn't know is that um, the success I would have. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, whose record LeBron broke, was there to hug him after he made that shot. You're listening to ABC News. WNSR. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now and treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville, Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. 
Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Grizz Nation. Make some big Memphis noise and don't miss your Grizzlies this Friday at 7 as they battle the Minnesota Timberwolves for their annual HBCU night celebrating Black History Month presented by Pinnacle Financial Partners. Arrive early as the first 5,000 fans will receive a Grizzlies scarf. Get hyped, get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets by calling 901-888 or shop online at grizzlies.com from Middle Tennessee's home for the Memphis Grizzlies, Nashville Sports Radio. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show now. 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Bogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Ow. It is hour number two. Want to remind you, we're going to be at Kitchen Notes Omni Nashville Hotel, Bill King's show, our show, Friday morning. And, uh, of course, it's going to be our last Picking with the Pickers of the Years, presented by Richard, uh, no, uh, Tim Leeper Roofing and uh, Bento Living, uh, Chestnut Hill. Um, Vince Gill will join us by phone, and then on location is going to be Wendy Moten, the just amazing uh, songstress and, uh, and John's... Uh, uh, we're going to have to really just sort of put a seatbelt on you. No. And, 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 Come and, on. And, and, it's not going to be like that, bro. Yeah. but uh, I'm just excited to meet her. Yeah, That's all. Yeah. I was just a big fan of uh, her in the 90s, and she had that great hit coming out of the rain. Mm. And Yeah. You know, so uh, and now, it, it'll, be, it'll just be fun to meet her. And her career is just spiraling back again, of course, on The Voice. And and she was on the Voice and broke her leg. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll talk about it. But she's coming down and hanging out with us, and maybe her husband, uh, yeah. David Santos. Well, uh, for those that don't know, yeah. what happened was I did a, I did like a just a just a, I was like well, I wonder what ever happened to Wendy Moten, and then I do a little research, and I'm like, what? She lives here. She works with Uncle Vinny. I was I had no idea. Okay. And then yeah. what did I say? And you're like, oh yeah, I know her. Yeah, here, here. I know. Here's her. her phone number. I'm friends with her. <laughs> I. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know that. But you, you know, know who else I'm friends with, and I'm so happy for. Yeah, is Travis Teletasi. He has been named the new commissioner of the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference. He's been uh, the assistant commissioner with the OVC uh, in charge of men's and women's basketball, uh, officiating, which is such a, uh, I think a. A, a joy every Monday morning to get all those calls. But uh, Travis uh, joining us now. Travis, congratulations, my friend. Morning, Travis. Congrats, well, man. 
Thank you, Greg and John. I, I really appreciate it. And, and just know that I am available on Friday. I've never been to Kitchen Notes, so if you need me to hang out with Vince and Wendy, I, I am available Come have breakfast with us. Come on down. Come hang. Uh, just come on down. Yeah, this is open invitation. Uh, valet parking. Bring your right. parking ticket. We'll get you a free valet, and you can bring you, the missus, the kids. Come on down. Seriously, we got, Mom you, and co- him, we got you covered. Who, you know. Well, my, my wife is a huge Vince Gill fan, so we went to see him. Uh, well, Vince is, well, well, Vince so. is going to be doing it by phone. He's yeah. out of town, but Wendy uh, is okay. going to be there. Yeah. So, uh, But anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, uh, what a move. I mean, there's only 32 commissioners <laughs> in, in right. all of college sports, <laughs> and you're one of them. And the uh, the Metro Atlantic, what a great, you know, sort of like the OVC, a tradition-rich uh, conference. And it's, you know, and that footprint, you know, throughout the Northeast, pretty amazing. So happy for you, Travis. Well, no, I, I really appreciate it. It's an incredible opportunity. Uh, as you mentioned, there's only 32 of these jobs in the country. So it, it, it's just, um, you know, a humbling experience yesterday. The formal announcement came out, and, uh, you know, the outreach over the last 24 hours has just been uh, unbelievable from, you know, people that we obviously work with closely here in the OVC and, and former colleagues. So really just excited for the opportunity and, and to hit the ground running. The, the previous commissioner, Rich Enzer, has been there for 35 years, and mm. he's hit. Uh, he's laid a great foundation for the conference, so uh, I will only be the fourth uh, commissioner in, in the league's history. So, uh, again, just really excited to, to hit the ground running. And, um, you know, moving back to the Northeast will be a little different. We've enjoyed our time here in Nashville. <laughs> I'm going to have to adjust to the weather a little oh, bit. I, I've, learned, I've learned to love central time. That's going to be hard, too, but, <laughs> yep. uh, you know, our, our family's excited. Yeah, I, I, I was born and raised in the Northeast, and so those winters can be brutal. So you have that to look forward to, Travis. Uh, I'm well, John, the- I looked at the temperature yesterday. It was uh, 68, 70 in Nashville, and it was 39 uh, back in New Jersey. So that's going to be a, a, a little shock. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I love this quote here. We will not be afraid to take chances in the MAC. What, uh, what did you mean by that when you said that, Travis? Yeah, it's it's something that's been kind of the hallmark throughout my career. I'm originally from from a small town in in West Virginia, and you know I left there to uh, go to college in New York. So uh, you know, as I said yesterday in my press conference, that was really the first chance to move eight hours away uh, from home, and um, you know, really put myself out there, not really knowing anybody, and, and took that chance. And then you know, I had the opportunity to. Uh, go from Marist uh, as a student and, and work with the New York Mets. And, uh, you know, there was uh, a time during that season where they in, were in the middle of a World Series run. And, you know, another opportunity had opened up back at, at, at Marist and, and took a chance and, and left there. And so really the, my whole career has been taking chances. And, and same with here in Tennessee. When I moved to Nashville, I didn't know a soul. My wife and I had just had our second son. We He was uh, about three weeks old and just took a chance, thought this was a great opportunity. So that's kind of been the theme. And what I said yesterday was, mm-hmm. you know, as a conference, I don't think we can be afraid to take chances either. You, you miss 100% of the, the chances you don't take, as you know. Um, you know, so, so that's something that I, I think is important. You know, one of the things that I look at what we're doing here in the OVC we're one of only 32 conferences this year that's participating in a, an experimental role for men's basketball with the, the media timeout format. And while that might be a small thing, 
again, we were, we were comfortable going out on a limb and, and trying new things. So, so when I say taking chances, it's, it's things like that to, to look at things differently and, and see what we can do differently outside of the box. Well, Travis, by the way, being the broadcast, I like the uh, – it's an extra media timeout in the second half, but what it does, it, you don't have that timeout if you, if you have on the fours, right, under 16, 12, 8, and 4, right, right. that you have a timeout called with 8.08, and then they have a 7.59 nine seconds later, right. you have another timeout. Right. So I really yeah, – yeah, yeah. I was just going to say what's good about it is, you know, you've always had the extra media timeout with the coaches calling the timeout, and to your point, Greg, you never knew when that was going to happen. So this standardizes that, which I think is good for the broadcasters, good for – the marketing professionals who are trying to run promotions and, and game management and, and those type of things. Travis, so just let everybody know the uh, the um, Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference, Canisius, Fairfield, Iona, Rick Patino. I can't wait till he calls you up, bitch, <laughs> moaning about something. Hey, Travis, we got a problem here. <laughs> uh, Manhattan, Marist, your alma mater, Mount St. Mary's, Niagara, Quinnipiac, Ryder, St. Peter's. Yeah. Uh, St. Peter's knocked off Kentucky mm-hmm. last year in mm-hmm. the NCAA tournament in Siena. So just tradition rich schools in that footprint you know i was telling greg you know back in my when i worked in buffalo eons ago I, you know obviously covered a lot of mac with canisius and niagara right there in our backyard so a lot of tradition in that conference yeah no it's it's a great footprint obviously stretches from buffalo down to the metro new york region and, and up to connecticut and now maryland uh, with Mount St. Mary being right outside of Gettysburg. But uh, you mentioned it, John and, and Greg, just really rich basketball tradition. And, and that's obviously the focus of the league is to how do we raise the profile of um, you know our basketball programs throughout the league. And we talked a lot about that in, in my interview process. And, and as I told uh, the presidents and athletic directors, all 32 conferences are trying to figure out uh, that as well. So, Again, I think it goes back to the previous question of how do you look at things differently outside of the box? So there's some things that you can do with scheduling. The MAC traditionally plays on Friday nights, which is a, a great spot because you don't have a lot of basketball traffic on Friday nights. So, you know, how do you make those ESPNU games a little bigger and, and make them stand out as, as standalone contests? And, you know, doing some other creative things with, with scheduling that might not have been been done before so uh, really excited just to build off of the foundation that's been laid there for basketball you mentioned the st peter's run that obviously brought a ton of national attention to the league and uh, financially obviously uh, helped as well so um, you know how do you get the, those two bids into the ncaa tournament and how do you set teams up to to do well in seeding in the ncaa tournament as well Travis, uh, we, you got to say something about your uh, current boss, uh, Beth DeBush. He brought you here, and, you know, I've been, you know, well, the OVC is a friend, yep. also a client, uh, <laughs> and, and a lot of – and by the way, Travis, just go ahead and, and rubber stamp all the proposals I send over here. What are they going to do, <laughs> fire you, right? They're not going to fire you, right? right? And you just – you know, like I told you yesterday, hey, I thought everything we did for Greg Bo, we just rubber stamped anyway, right? <laughs> so, yeah, you'll be getting a bunch of them before you leave. But, no, and you know what I think of Beth. Such a – now a, even more of a trailblazer with what the work she's doing – on the uh, board of directors, I guess that's what they're called, the board of directors for the NCAA. No, absolutely. And, and the story that I told yesterday was, you know, I, when I got an email in 2016, 
2016, uh, in April of 2016, from the current commissioner of the MAC, Rich Enzer, and, and he sent a note and said, hey, this is an opportunity that I think you should really look at. It, it's a great place to live in Nashville, and, and it's a great person to work for in, in Bet the Bush. And, you know, ended up following up on that email, and, and obviously the rest is history. But uh, Beth has been so great to work for. Um, you know, this is a really challenging time in college athletics and, you know, the OVC going through what it did with conference realignment. She's done a phenomenal job of really not missing a beat of, of adding three schools that that I think have really hit the ground running and Lindenwood and, and Southern Indiana and Little Rock, um, you know, have fit in really nicely so it's going to be a tough place to leave i've really enjoyed with working with all of the the athletic directors throughout the league over the years and really value those relationships the coaches as well i've tried to do my best to stay out of the way uh, of the coaches and work behind the scenes and and support them in any way that i can and you know obviously want to finish strong here as we have the basketball championship coming up three weeks in, in evansville and uh, definitely will rubber stamp that for you, Greg. I'll get that done. <laughs> hey, but, you know, and, and we, we talk about a lot of different things, but just where the NIL is, the transfer portal, mm. this this thing is a moving target anymore. Absolutely. And, you know, conference realignment is, is here to stay, I think, um, you know, as uh, the Power Five continues to position itself. It, as you know, it has a domino effect uh, on, on all of us. And, and then you mentioned it, you know, name, image, and likeness. I think when this first came out, people were trying to figure out and position themselves correctly to, to deal with it. Now that a little more time has passed, I think we, we see it for what it is, some of it positive, some of it negative, and, and um, you know, trying to adapt to that. And then We've been talking about transformation for the last uh, year and a half, and, and everybody had anxiety of what was going to come out of those committee recommendations. And, and ultimately, I think it ended up in a good spot of obviously focusing on the student-athletes and supporting them, but there's a price tag associated with that as well. So it's a challenging time in college athletics. I'm, I'm taking over a position that I, I know there's going to be challenges, but I also think there's opportunities in, in some of those things as well. So you know, excited to roll up my sleeves and, and see how we can, can work uh, with the schools to um, you know, navigate some of those challenges. Travis, I know since taking the job, it's probably probably like drinking water out of a, a fire hose. But uh, what's your first order of business uh, as commissioner? Well, my inbox right now has 160 emails, and <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know the the phone has not stopped buzzing since since 9 a.m. Central Time uh, yesterday when the release went out. So it's been. As I mentioned, just a really humble experience hearing from everybody. But my first order of business is, is to really listen. I think when you take over any opportunity, um, you have to listen to uh, the people within the organization to see, you know, what are some of the things that they like? What are some of the things that, that they don't like? I, you know, I think I have a little bit of an advantage just knowing the league and, and working closely in that conference for, for 10 years that, I'm not coming in totally cold, but, you know, visiting campuses, really uh, hearing from the presidents, hearing from the athletic directors and senior women administrators, what are the issues? How can the conference help you? How can the conference support its student athlete? And then really put the focus back on basketball. You know, I know mm -hmm. the MAC really wants to emphasize that. They, they don't have football. That's been the crown jewel of the league. So uh, how can we elevate the, the profile of, of basketball in the league? 
By the way, tell the people how many calls you get on Monday from coaches in football and basketball because at the OVC you are in charge of officiating. So every every bad call you got to dissect, right? Those are some fun, some fun Sundays and Mondays, right? Yeah. I will be honest with you. One of the hardest parts of my job, and one of the most um, you know, surprising parts of my job in a good way has been officiating. And, and I work with all of our coordinators of officials more closely with football and, and men's and women's basketball uh, and baseball, because those are the sports that, that I cover. But I have a really new appreciation for what they do. You know, they get it a lot harder than I do uh, on Monday mornings. Our, our coaches, um, you know, are really good to work with. And I think we have a good system in place here to address issues. But their jobs are tough. They're only getting harder. Uh, the officiating shortage is going to be real here in a couple of years. They're already canceling high school games back where I'm from in West Virginia and Ohio. So that's going to get real. I don't envy them to, to have to go out and, you know, make quick decisions. You both know the athletes have changed. They're much more athletic. They're faster. They're quicker. Mm. Uh, it, it's a hard job, and, and I commend them for, for what they do. Are they always getting it right? No, and they know that. It, it's never going to be perfect, um, and, you know, until we put the robots out there and, and program to know what's <laughs> right or wrong. But uh, and they know that, but I think they're all committed. The, the biggest thing is they're all committed to trying to get it right. doesn't always happen, but but I know in their heart they want to get it right. Well, Travis, we're, we're happy and, and uh, you know, with the boys and, and just every, everything that you've done here has been pretty remarkable. Everything, now, by the way, every time I would see him at a game that I'm broadcasting, guess what? what? Halftime interview. How many halftime interviews do <laughs> you think you've done with me over the years? It's probably in double digits. Double digits, yeah. And, uh, you know, you've always been great about uh, promoting the league and and just uh, giving me the opportunity to come on and, you know, talk about the things that are happening. So, you know, I'll miss that. Uh, I'll miss you, obviously. And and, uh, we've had a great relationship. So, um, you know, I know that will last through the years, but uh, really thank you for all that you've done for not only the OVC, but me as well. Well, and, and to Bobby Sue and, and Tyler and Hudson, happy for you guys. And I told on the air or earlier uh, last hour that when the Brewers play the Mets, I'm sleeping in your backyard, okay? <laughs> just just let you know, okay? You, you've, got a, you've got a room waiting for you. You've got two options, Jets, Mets, or Yankees. So uh, yeah. I've probably got a few more connections at one than the other. But uh, <laughs> no, definitely need to, to make it up there for, for a game for sure. All right. Travis, thanks, and congratulations. Happy for yeah, you, man. Yeah, congratulations. And, Travis, if you want to join us Friday for breakfast, yeah, come on, yeah, come really? on down. Seriously. Yeah, We're bring serious. <laughs> yes. You know, well, I, I've never been to Kitchen Notes, so ah. I might take you up on that. Come also, on down. But, we'd uh, love, we'd uh, love to have you. Yep. Just, Definitely appreciate the time today. All right. Thank you, Travis. Thanks, Travis. Congrats, Congrats again, man. Thank you both. Yeah, the new, uh, new commissioner of the Metro Athletic Athletic Conference. And that their basketball, over the years, I mean, Iona, mm-hmm. certainly now with Rick Patino, yep. uh, was yep. it Jeff Ruland who mm-hmm. played and then coached there? Mm-hmm. Fairfield, the Stags. The Stags, the yeah. The Stags, of right. how, you know, Canisius. Canisius you know, Golden Griffins, uh, and Niagara Purple Eagles. Manhattan didn't um, Jaspers. Yeah, the Jaspers. Who coached there? He's on TV a lot right oh, now. Oh, Steve Lavin. Yeah, uh, and then another one too uh, was at Manhattan, who's on TV a lot with the ESPN. But um, and then you covered what Niagara and Niagara and Canisius. Yeah, and Canisius uh, up there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, good good traditions. Yeah, 
quite a it's quite John a Beeline, who had a very yeah. you know who coached mm-hmm. at Michigan, got them to the Final Four, got got ah. West Virginia to a Final Four. He coached at Canisius. I do believe Siena beat Vanderbilt in the NCAA tournament. I one do year. believe you're right. Uh-huh. That was a big as, deal. As Patton frowns over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take that in. Uh, I'd take that NCAA tournament loss right now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. All right, right, hey, you know what it is? The rest of the hour, we've been busy, hadn't we? Yeah. As we moved Watson around a little bit. Hey, you want to call the show? Here's how: six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, Sparkling Wine, Single Barrel Bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine and More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. It's a Bill King Show. Somebody asked me, this ascension of Tennessee football, is it sustainable? I think it is sustainable. They're recruiting ranking school. You can get A-plus personnel to Rocky Top, Tennessee. And the state is now way better than it ever was in its past. 
producing plays. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. You know who my date was at the Grand Ole Opry last night? Yeah, Schmitty. It was Schmitty. Yeah. And my daughter and one of her uh, uh, work associates uh, had a good time. Killer yeah. B. And actually uh, met uh, bees over at the scoreboard afterwards and for a little while. Not, yeah. had, a, had, a, had a drink with him and everything. He's in town and he's driving back up to, he's got to be back up and I think he's doing shows in Johnson City. He's got a big billboard. Remember that? Yeah. Remember you, he's got a billboard over there. Remember, well, I guess we talked to him last yeah, week, right? Bees yeah, is the man. By the yeah. way, we haven't mentioned this. Uh, Vanderbilt, Tennessee tonight. Yeah, 6 o'clock. Uh, is that uh, SEC Network? I believe so. Yeah. What's yeah. the spread? Let me, let's guess. Um, I'm going to say Tennessee's laying, eh, I'll say eight and a half. I, I was going to say eight. Um, I'll, I'll stick with eight. That's what I was going to not to, not to be a parrot to John over there. Ten even. Ten even. Ten even. Wow. I he, can see he, Vanderbilt with a backdoor cover there. I almost like Vandy plus the ten. Yeah, me um, too. Um, and that's as much of where maybe Tennessee's sort of getting. You know, teams can't play at a peak all year long. Okay, and I think Tennessee yeah. right but now. What is we saw, sa- yeah, what we saw Saturday from them offensively mm. was 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 eyebrow raising no well even before that the loss at florida yep. right yep. uh so they've you know so all right but anyway 10 10 huh also tonight uh, uh by the way i have no idea what happened last night kentucky i guess um they played uh they arkansas, played arkansas. How, how, what was that arkansas won did they yeah. interrupt see i, I watched I mean, a little bit of that game that i was, didn't i didn't yeah. get home to about i don't know 10 30 11 i just i didn't know anything that happened last night so arkansas goes into kentucky and wins how about Ole miss georgia because um, obviously following uh, that's that's a winnable uh, game for for Kermit at Ole Miss. Right. Uh, Ole Miss won last uh, night. Ah, good, good for oh, good. good. Beat the Bulldogs. Good, good there. And Auburn, Texas A and M. Might as well go around the horn Texas here. Texas A and M won eighty three to seventy eight. I'm telling you what, Texas A and M is good. They're they're uh, getting there, right? Yeah, they they really are. And Auburn. But well, that's 20, a big yeah. win, like you said, for Arkansas. Yeah. Man, they wow, they yeah. they won convincingly eighty eight seventy three. That was. Yeah. <sighs> Man, kind of pulled away in the second they're half. They had to close the bridges up in uh, Kentucky. Oh man! Uh, the um, in Missouri, our friend, our friend in the barrels probably not even getting out of bed today. Uh, he's Missouri, uh, South Carolina. I guess Missouri won that. I, I don't know. I because seriously, I didn't even. I, you know, I would have. Missouri just, won by ten. Missouri won, but yeah. I, I figured they'd take care of business there. Well, so, by nine, eighty-three Arkansas wins at Kentucky by fifteen. Yeah. Yikes. Wow. So, yeah, tonight, Tennessee, Vandy, LSU, Mississippi State, Florida, uh, Alabama uh, as uh, well. So, okay. Uh, yeah, our, right. our friend Anthony Black that uh, Vanderbilt fans love so much had 19 points and five rebounds for the Hogs last night, if you need it. All right. Just let me talk, Greg. Hi, Clay. Boys. Clay. It's that. It's National Culture versus Agriculture Day. <laughs> yes, it is. You fired up? <laughs> culture versus Pogi, agriculture. Break, break it down, Clay. Yeah. Pogi, let me ask you a question. <clears throat> when I accosted you at Memorial Gym, Whoa. and you said that uh, I was spewing things, you know, from my mouth was 
was was saliva and 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 all all kinds of things pieces going on of you in the wall. pieces of food all hit me in the eyeball and everything yeah your face was red looked like a big radish okay well you know the color orange i like the color orange but you know when it comes to sports and it comes to the state rivalry I checked my blood pressure this morning. It's pretty high. It's up a little bit today. I, I think your Commodores are going to hang tonight, quite frankly. I think it's going to be a good game. Well, well, I like your pick, Pogie. So are you using the promo code Greg P and the doors to hang? I, I'll, I'll take the doors plus 10. Yeah. I think I'm going to do the same thing there, Pogie. You know, the thing that scares me, seriously, guys, Tennessee has not, you could say, not played well the last couple of games. I know they beat Auburn on Saturday in a, I call those kind of games a rock fight. So Tennessee's not shot the ball well. And teams sometimes have a history of coming into Memorial Gym and just shooting the lights out. That's what scares me, but I tell you, a dude on this team that I've gained a ton of respect for in the last two games, and that's Mr. Robbins. Because both of the last two games, basically, it's like he's gone 15 rounds with Mike Tyson. I mean, the Alabama game, you know, he gets – he and uh, early in that game, he and Jordan Wright actually bumped heads. And Jordan Wright, by the way, has a concussion and wasn't even dressed out Saturday. I think he's going to be maybe a game-time decision tonight at best, but which could, which could play a factor. But, you know, and this is his last opportunity to play Tennessee, barring uh, a game in the tournament. But uh, I don't know. I, I, think, I think Vanderbilt, I'm not saying we'll win, but I do think Vanderbilt represents well tonight. I, I, I'm kind of on board with that. I could see that. But, um, you but know, you, to your point, though, there's a time Tennessee's going to put it back together again, you know. Correct. And, and this would be a good opportunity. Correct. Um, I think it will be really important tonight for Stack to and, – and this isn't a criticism of Stack, but uh, things that have – you know, that I've really noticed – in some of these close losses we've had, it's like when he's got certain players on the floor, there's been, you know, a lot of conversation about his use or lack thereof of timeout, kind of like the Carolina way, saving your timeouts. But it, it's just going to be interesting to see, you know, how it uh, plays out. And I will be posted up at Martin's Barbecue by – Centennial Park with some buddies, and I think there might be a adult beverage or two involved. Well, behave yourself. Yeah, don't. Behave yeah, yourself. I mean you're 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 close enough to Memorial Gym that oh, you that you might yeah. something goes yeah. something goes wrong. I can see him sprinting over there and kicking over the door and, and, and running down on the court yeah, and, yeah. and and flipping off Rick Barnes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't get it. Hey, don't get it. Zakai Ziegler's face, man. He's from New York, man. He's he's about that life. Nobody can say Pogi. Nobody can say this is the way I look at the 
when I gave Mr. Watkins from Arkansas on January 24, 2017, the number one salute. Nobody can say I didn't take one for the team, right, Pogie? Well, yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I think you gave a full effort. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Clay. Thanks, Go man. doors, boys. All right. By yeah. the way, the uh, the uh, names of the invitees for the NFL Combine are out. I'll give you Tennessee right now. Uh, Jeremy Banks, the linebacker. Paxton Brooks, the punter. Hendon Hooker, who I guess will go there and interview. He can't work out because of his knee. Jalen Hyatt, Cedric Tillman, the two wide receivers. Darnell Wright, offensive lineman. Byron Young, defensive lineman. I'll get you Vanderbilt shortly. All right. Well, I can... Do it right now. All right, do it quickly. It's Anthony Orgy, the linebacker, the only Vanderbilt player invited to the combine. And now it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. Well, that music can only mean one thing. It is time to go around the National Football League. Hi, Eric. Hey, guys. Uh, may or may not get to a little bit of football uh, this morning. I know you guys have talked about one king and King James, but I want to talk about another king. And, John, I guess you know where I'm going. You guess you heard about what happened to Jerry Lawler, didn't you? No, yeah, he had a stroke uh, oh, down, down in Orlando, well, well, I believe. Well, right? yeah, yeah. apparently they're saying it actually was not a stroke. They think it was either something that's brain or thyroid issue. That's they're, they're oh, okay. They, they, well, they the initial reports were stroke, yeah. 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 No, I know, I know. But apparently I've been watching some stuff on YouTube about this stuff. They don't think it was a stroke. It was something, uh, I think, something in his brain or, you know, connected to, like, his thyroid or whatever it was, but. They say he's doing better. He's in the hospital now, resting comfortably. Yeah, but, according to TMZ, you know. Jim Ross said he spoke with uh, the King, and uh, the prognosis is positive. For those that don't know, Jerry the King Lawler suffered a heart attack live on the air on Monday Night Raw oh, yeah. a number yeah, of years yeah. ago and had to be yeah, I think it was resuscitated. About 2013, yep. 2014, or yep. something like it. Yeah. Yep. So, and of course, know, Vince but, McMahon kept the show going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Oh, Owen yeah, Hart yeah. dies in the ring, keeps the show yeah. going. Put, put, oh, yeah. Just get the yeah. hook and yeah. pull him out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, you know, my thoughts and prayers with him. Hopefully he'll uh, yeah. get you feeling better. Yeah, that's but the first time I'm hearing about it. But, yeah, but thoughts and prayers yeah. to the king. Yep, no doubt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple things. These are college basketball-related guys. Uh, I know Belmont, of course, is now in the Missouri Valley Conference. Do you think they have a legitimate shot this year of getting into the NCAA tournament? Like if they don't win the chan- the the tournament, basically the the conference tournament, is that what you're asking? And at large, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, oh, yeah no, I would agree. That was one. Of the, yeah, that was one of the reasons they moved from that conference. They were hoping to get an at large bid because they've said yeah. being at the conference, they had a better shot at getting What's their an at large bid. Their NCAA, um, you you know, I was already headed there. Yep. Uh, yeah. You swear by that thing. Yeah, thing. well, it's <laughs> no, what, I know. it's what everybody <laughs> I, uses I, I now. I, um, I don't think they're even in the top 100. They had some yeah. tough yeah. non-conferences uh, loss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. MTSU's 110. Mm-hmm. Let me. I, I'll, Belmont 128. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so no. it's probably win the tournament or bust, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you're probably guys probably right. And guys, also, I was going to talk about the college basketball. When can you ever remember that? When was the last, or if ever happened, the Blue Bloods, North Carolina, Duke, and Kentucky were not ranked. When can you remember that ever happened? I, I, I think that happened a couple of years ago. I think like all four of the you know established Blue Bloods, I believe all yeah. four didn't make the tournament, right? Kansas, North Carolina, Duke. Well, yeah. Kansas is ranked. Yeah. yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. talking about a couple of years yeah. ago, right? right. It was, I think yeah. it was yeah. Kansas, you might be Duke, right. I, I, I couldn't remember that. Yeah, yeah. Might have been last year. 
Yeah. yeah. Hey, no, by the well, way, the, the t- number one team in uh, the NCAA net uh, in the Missouri Valley is Bradley, and that's 73. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That, that may yeah. be yeah. – they go there thinking it's a two-bid, three-bid yeah. yeah. league. Yeah. It may not yeah. be this year. Yeah, doesn't look like it. Well, do you think that all three teams have a shot at making it, North Carolina, uh, Kentucky, and Duke, or do you think they're in trouble? Or what, what, do you, what, do you, what, what are your thoughts on that? I haven't really done I, a deep, I, I thought, that deep I, I thought Duke it. could go no matter what. Uh, right. They did. Now Duke is in. They're 29th in the yeah, net, so yeah, they're they're yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're playing better. I know both North Carolina and Kentucky both are ranked. North in the Carolina's top five a 40. The yeah, North Carolina's 45. Kentucky's yeah. 41. So yeah, 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 those aren't bubble teams. North Carolina yeah. at 45, that's a lot different than Liberty at 45. Right, exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the committee's going to be like, hmm, North Carolina right, or hey, Liberty? Hey, there you go. Yeah. Right, New Mexico. Liberty, Liberty's had a good run. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, won, you know, they won the you, A-Sun a few years. You got Oral Roberts at 37 and New Mexico at 39, Kentucky yeah. 41, Duke and, all, yeah. Duke and North Carolina all behind them. They'll yeah. get they'll get all three of those will get in before Oral Roberts or New Mexico yeah, is yeah, at yeah. large. Yeah, it just depends how they place down the stretch. I think we've got like about, um, I think about three weeks left in the season in the conference term, and then it'll yeah, be man. here before you know uh, it. Four, yeah, four yeah, four weeks. Yeah, four four yeah. weeks of regular season remaining, counting this well, week. Ga- well, guys, I'll get off, and we'll, y'all take care, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Yeah, Thanks, that's Eric. the move of Belmont was there to get into a better basketball league. Now it is. Yeah. But it's, you can't deny that because it's a top fifteen league right. in the NCAA net and. With the Belmont Murray State departures, and, and Austin P and Eastern Kentucky to a lesser extent, but obviously Murray State and, and uh, Belmont basketball mm-hmm. bell cows of that league, uh, Murray for many many decades, and in Belmont the last twenty years or so since it moved from the uh, uh, A Sun. But yeah, they went there, but it looks like a one bid league, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But if you just go by those numbers, yeah. but Belmont's certainly capable of getting hot and making a run in the uh, in the conference tournament, and you know. We'll see what happens. Austin P's men's team, they're finding out kind of how tough it can be. They're last place right now in mm. A-Sun play, 2-10. and ten. Women's team second, though. I, I've go. gotten to call their games on ESPN+. Plus. They've been real good. How's their beach volleyball doing? That I cannot tell you because that hasn't started yet. You're going to be calling go. those games? Uh, Matches? Those are not on ESPN+. Plus yet. They should be. But you'll still go watch. I may go with you. <laughs> Turning my mic on. <laughs> <laughs> what is fiance listening this morning? What <laughs> man? I'll go with you, or I'll go in. I'll go that's, in your place. That's that's bad. Hey, that's ahead, horrible. Yeah, I know. I'm just yeah. Get us out of here. Yeah, take a break. <laughs> Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac, and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl Meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl Meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Everyone knows time is money. So don't wait weeks for the IRS to send out your tax refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt instead for up to $3,500 with a no interest, no fee tax refund advance loan. With up to $3,500, you could bring home the bacon and bring it home today. Money now instead of later, that's worth its weight in gold. Don't wait weeks for your refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. I got a lot of takes about what the games we saw. Are they hot takes? You don't have to put an adjective in front of them to be cooler like Jared Hot Take. (laughs) Why didn't you fire Greg Ackerman? You know, when you ask questions like that, it's a look at me. I'm the one asking the question. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby. Yeah, a little news coming out. Michael Irvin has been sent home for the NFL Network Super Bowl coverage after a woman at a hotel made an unspecified complaint. Spokesman uh, in a statement, Michael Irvin would not be part of the NFL Network. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, I just said that. Uh, he Actually, Michael Irvin was on uh, Shannon RJ on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas this morning, said Sunday night, this is Michael Irvin, quote, Sunday night when I came into the hotel, they asked what I did, and I said, I just went straight to the room, Irvin said. But I guess I'd met someone in the lobby, talked to somebody in the lobby for about a minute, and then I went to my room, and then after I got up there, they said they had to move me in the, they had to move me in the hotel. I said, move me in the hotel, uh, so they moved me in the hotel, and I said, what's going on, guys? What's happening? Why are we moving hotels? And they said, well, last night you walked in. You talked to somebody. I said, I didn't talk to anybody. I went straight to the room, and then they showed me it on camera that I did talk to somebody. I talked to this girl for about a minute. I don't know what. They didn't show it to me. They told it to me. I didn't see it, but that's why they moved me, because I guess the girl said I said something to her within that minute that we talked and say they moved me. 
that's why I'm kind of hiding to wait and see how everything comes down. It was a minute meeting somewhere in the lobby. I don't even remember it really because I had a few drinks to tell you the truth. All right, so I think we know what happened yeah. here, right? You'll come up to the room. Yeah, he had a little few too many drinks. He doesn't quite remember. He probably said something. He mm. might have possibly, possibly did something and he shook not, her hand. And he not, yeah, and he not, or something else. And uh, he probably didn't remember it. That'd be my guess. What say you? I say <laughs> that I don't know, but <laughs> that, um, you know, he. I've always thought he's a scumbag anyway. So no, anyway, great, Yeah, great player, yeah. not the greatest and guy off the I field. mean, he, he stored half of Peru when yeah. he played. And, well, and, Jerry provided a house for him yeah. and all his buddies so they could yeah. just, you know. I mean, just do seriously. Coke. They could bring all the cocaine. He basically, bring all the cocaine and hookers you want. You know, to the white, remember they called it the yeah. White House? But just stay off the yeah. road. Stay off the road and show road. up on Sunday yeah. and win me a football game. Yeah. So, you know, mm -hmm. Jerry, Jerry knew about it. Mm-hmm. 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 Schmitty, my date last night at, at, at the Grand Ole Opry. What's up, Schmitty? Lucky you, Schmitty. At least, at least yes, you got to see uh, Grace. Yes, I, yes, it was my honor to be his plus one. <laughs> now, I did not get to go backstage or have a – post-show drink with Killer B. But anyway, it, it was a fun night. I had never been to see the Grand Ole Opry. I've, I've been there. I've been to the Opry House a couple times, and I've seen a concert, JB. I saw me and Philip Hutchison, they did a lip -sync. We went there way back in the 80s and saw Rick Springfield. Wow, Jesse's girl. Nice. Second row. Sweet. But yeah, it was quite – It was quite. It was, they, they just redid the, uh, the stage. Really cool-looking. And that Chris Jensen, I'm a big country music guy. He can play the harmonica. Yeah. Boy, he can well, play. he was just, he had a, it was the whole night was just really good. And then I, I had a, one of my buddies singing backup for the lady who made her debut, Jonelle Mosser, and got to hang out with her. Yeah, backstage was cool. So, sorry you couldn't get back there. <laughs> yeah. Then, but uh, I yeah. was able to. I <laughs> 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 have connections. Yeah. Chris also had his son, about a 10 year old, 10 year old. Got up there and sang a song with him. That guy, boy, watch out for him someday. Yeah. It, it, it was um, fun, yes. Hey, uh, JB, you said there was uh, Aaron Rodgers sighting last weekend? Uh, Yeah, a couple Fridays ago. I saw him downtown at uh, Second Fiddle. It was a nice night. He was up on the rooftop, him and his brother. So I see where he's getting ready to go on a four-day retreat sit in the dark for four yeah, days. Yeah, you heard about this? Yeah, I have, yeah. I, I heard him explain it driving in. He's going to sit in the dark, and it's basically like solitary confinement. I He's not locked in. He can get up and leave if he wants to and obviously go to the bathroom. That's what but, you do when people do something bad. But I think he's just going to, you know, I think he's he, he, he cleanses his body. He does ayahuasca, and he just kind of, He's just going to chill out for four days and just kind of, you know, unplug and decompress. And he says when he comes out, he'll decide – you know, what his future is. Food will be dropped in twice a day. Yeah, exactly. How do you know it's food if you can't see it? That, he's, yeah, he's going to be literally eating food in the dark. He won't be able to see. What about restrooms? Yeah, there, there, a, there will be a restroom provided, like, nearby this dark hole that he's going to be in. So he'll be able to go to the bathroom. But like, in the dark. Um, he's completely dark the whole yeah. four hours. Well, I'm sure maybe he's maybe he has days. his cell phone with him. Four and he days, puts, right? He puts four the days. flashlight on his cell phone. No, that cheater. Well, you got to be able to see where you're doing your business, no? Nah, I don't. Oh, the golf cheater? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you, yeah. I, <laughs> hey, I get up at night. Just 
just aiming it, aiming it, whatever. It's that that has to come out in here somewhere. Oh my God, poor Robin. Next morning, Greg, why is the floor All wet? Right. Oh, I blame no. I blame it on Clay. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> Clay, what All you right, do? I think we got about what ten, ten days for pitchers and catchers to yeah. report. Yeah, man, I'm excited. You, I, I'm excited. Yeah, you know, man, I love you. Know me, I love baseball, bro. One. All right, see you, Schmitty. Thanks, Schmitty. Yeah. I love baseball, bro. I can't wait. Yeah, you know, pitchers and catchers report, and uh, we'll get some spring training games going and, you know, see if the Yankees can actually get a left-hander that doesn't suck. The Braves, yeah. obviously, right here. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a break. NL East is going to be wild this yeah. year, don't you think? Mm-hmm. They, um, Yeah, with the additions and, and subtractions, really, yep. too. All right, yep. We'll take a break, be back, wrap it up in a few. Grizz Nation. Make some big Memphis noise and don't miss your Grizzlies this Friday at 7 as they battle the Minnesota Timberwolves for their annual HBCU night celebrating Black History Month. Presented by Pinnacle Financial Partners. Arrive early as the first 5,000 fans will receive a Grizzlies scarf. Get hyped. Get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets by calling 901-888 or shop online at grizzlies.com. From Middle Tennessee's home for the Memphis Grizzlies, Nashville Sports Radio. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, (laughs) environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with free in-home water tests from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the double your refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4 Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Ad paid for by Anthem Tax Services. Attention, if you or your business is behind in filing your tax returns or if you owe over $10,000 in back taxes to the IRS, please listen carefully. The IRS does not joke around and will not stop their collection efforts. If you're tired of the IRS letters, levies, liens, or wage garnishments and would like to get a fresh start, we can help. Due to the financial hardships in the country, the IRS is making it easier than ever to settle tax problems for those who owe more than $10,000. We can help settle your delinquent tax problems, end all collections, and may even reduce your back taxes significantly. Even if you can't afford to pay your back taxes, you can still get the help you need. We've helped thousands of taxpayers just like you, but you must call 800-240-4917 today to stop your tax problem from getting worse. The information is free and the help is real. Call 800-240-4917. That's 800-240-4917. Again, 800-240-4917. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. 
It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I just saw a picture of Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon is one of those guys that lived hard, okay? I know. Look, I know. I understand. There's some rough, humble miles on that body. Yeah. Some on the field, some off the field. Yeah. Jim McMahon, high mileage. Oh, it is a high mileage. High mileage in that vehicle. not no. highway miles. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. Look who dropped by. What a pleasant surprise. Killer Beast. We just got a few minutes. Beast, thanks for coming by, bud. Hey, thanks, man. Good to see you guys, man. Anytime I'm around, I like to come say hey. So, hey. 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 Hey, You knocked it out at the Grand Ole Opry last night, man. Thanks, man. That was a lot, a lot of fun. That is such a bucket list venue for people to go to that they want every performer to excel and you can feel the love in the room man so it's a very easy gig and and way way fun way thank you for getting me backstage man yeah that was so cool yeah Yeah. heck yeah that was that was neat man getting to meet people i didn't already know because you knew yeah the vocalist correct yeah correct so uh, a lot of fun there big turnout at the opry and um once again a a Evening that would have been perfect, yet it was more perfect because my buddy Greg Pogue. <laughs> and, and Grace, my daughter. Of and course, Grace, yeah. a lovely Grace. Yeah, and uh, so uh, we're all, what do you, I know you came in from Pittsburgh, you're going back up to the mountains. Yeah, you got, we're, uh, I'm headed back to, uh, we're in East Tennessee this weekend on Saturday night. We're doing some big uh, Valentine's Day shows at the convention center, Holiday yeah. Inn in Johnson City, Tennessee. Uh, we with, have a billboard. The billboard. We yeah, we talked about that earlier board. in the show. Yeah, so uh, so that's kind of a cool deal. So headed back up to do that, and then it's somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. Uh, <laughs> tonight, tonight, uh, eight o'clock, no, seven o'clock Central Time. Moonshiners uh, will be on on Discovery Channel. So uh, I believe I'll, that'll be another Killer Bees episode. Nice. So uh, bees, I asked you this last week. I yes, mean, just sir. you know, being a Southern boy, born and raised. You know, to play the Grand Ole Opry. I mean, what what does that mean for you? It it is it is an amazing um, opportunity to do something that that not many people get to do, and it's a bittersweet thing. I wish my parents were around mm-hmm. to see it. I lost them in a car wreck in two thousand five, so hug your hug your loved ones. Yep. But it is really a um, a wonderful thing to get to do it, man. It, it's almost like a like it kind of validates you, if you will. And so to be a part of such an iconic venue mm. and gig is an absolute 14 honor. times, so they keep asking yeah. you back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, March 22nd, okay. I'll be appearing for my, my 15th appearance. Wow. Will be March the 22nd. Congratulations on so that. Thank that's, you that's so incredible. much, man. And it is something I wouldn't have dreamed I would have done back in old timey <laughs> days. And it is so neat to uh, to get to do that, man. There's so many people. The line to get on stage at the Opry is mm. about 17 miles long. So, <laughs> so um, 
people out there listening, hang in there. Don't give up. That's it can right. happen. Right. Follow your dreams, right? Yeah, exactly. But follow the smart ones. Don't, right. yeah. don't follow yeah. the stupid yeah. dreams. A lot of my dreams are nightmares. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you have a dream of marrying Cindy Crawford, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, you might want to defer that dream. Correct. Yeah. There needs to be some wisdom and discernment <laughs> yeah. involved in there. That's what that's what I finally learned. And yeah. That is paid I'm, off. I'm still so. trying to learn that. Hey, and don't forget, we set examples even when we don't know we're setting examples. So do the right thing out there. Let people see you do the right thing. And uh, we'll make the whole wide world better. Ambrosia, plug that, the moonshine. The uh, Oh, Appalachian Ambrosia Moonshine is available in, I think, 33 states at moonshineinternational.com. Oh, international. With that being said, yeah, with that being said, it is also in beverage stores in the great state of Tennessee. So the Killer Bees Appalachian Ambrosia, ask for it by name. <laughs> And tell them Killer B sent you, right? Yeah, tell, tell them Killer sent you. <laughs> I love it. I love oh, it. Oh, man. Well, I love y'all, man. And thank you so much for letting me pop in and say yeah. hey. Well, listen, you, you, we you talked know. and you were going to be in the neighborhood. I said, come on. Come yeah, on. I mean, I got I got to know you through Greg. And, uh, you know, you've been just a great friend of this show and, and this station. And we love having you on either in person or on the phone picking games or just Making us well, laugh and making us smile, man. You well, were born. You were thanks, born to buddy. do that. You know what I was. I was. It's, and it took me a long time to realize that God gave me this gift, and I, it took me forever to realize the responsibility that mm-hmm. I owe toward that gift. So, Amen, uh, brother. So, uh, do good in your life, y'all. Yeah. Do the right uh, thing. Tell corporate Terry. I said, you know, hugs I, to her. I certainly will, buddy. And I you behave in Cookville. Uh, I know you. I'll behave once I get to Cookville. <laughs> Between now and Cookville, D, I'm going to be hanging my head out the car wind, acting stupid. So You'll fit, you'll fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you, buddy. Love you, man. All right. Killer bees, everybody. How about this? Little, That's little, great. Little treat. I thought he might be able to make it by yeah. for a few minutes. So, I right. always count on killer bees. Uh, the McFarlands this afternoon, Justin and Darren, the afternoon stretch with uh, Zach and Bruno and, and Devlin. And Zach is showing. I know he's pregnant, right? Yeah. His wife or his wife. We, right. Weenie yeah. Jr. is on the way, yeah. so there you go. Actually, it's going to be a girl. Oh, okay. So, Weenie Jr. Leave that alone.